Welcome to the show. <laughs> this guy got a mistletoe belt on. Gosh, that is bad. The whole plane smells like weed. Those were the days. It's a joke, you idiot. I looked in the mirror, I'm like, <laughs> Good old innocent fun. Welcome back, everybody, to Troublemakers, the podcast where each week we bring on a guest and they tell crazy stories about their lives. I'm your host, Dylan Krasinski, coming to you live from a beautiful day, gorgeous day in Brooklyn. The candles are not lit today, but they will be soon, but we're still ready to have a good time. With me, as always, is my beautiful co-host, the big dog, my second in command, my number two. Razor Wadney, everybody. Oh, thank you so much, Dylan. I like how sensually you uh, said the uh, candles aren't lit, but they will be soon. <laughs> yeah, you know I, what? I like us getting sexy early, um, and it is Wednesday, so it is an all-new episode of Troublemakers Podcast. You could catch us here every single Wednesday, whether you're watching full episodes on YouTube, um, you're checking out our shorts and reels um, all over social media, or you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Pods or if you're still on any of those obscure ones that people listen to podcasts on and you have, you know, check us out there. You have the ability to rate and review us on a lot of these uh, different applications. So we're going to ask you to go ahead leave us a nice review and a rating of five stars. I don't know how many times we got to tell you. I was a little harsh last time and uh, I remember. And was a little too mean when I was asking you guys to give us five stars. So just like, hey. Drop stars. it in, dude. A little comment. Toss us maybe. five stars. A little fucking review, baby. Whoa, there we go. Toss us. If you toss us five stars, uh, send a screenshot in my DMs, and I will come wherever you are, <laughs> and I will literally have Dylan suck your dick. If you pay for a plane ticket, I'll be there. Oh wow! You know, hey, whatever. That's we gotta get, promote get to see it a new city. Um, but I don't want to waste any more time because we have a we have a very special returning guest. Returning to guy, the podcast. I would say fan favorite, huh? Fan favorite. <laughs> Always happy to have him here, ladies and gentlemen, Mister Dominic Leonelli. Yo, what's up, y'all? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Welcome back, buddy. What's up? Don, this week I was ju- I was just in your old hood. I was in Youngstown. Oh no way! Yeah, I went to like like I said last time we talked. My girlfriend's uh, family lives there. They're they're boardman folk. Yeah, and uh, I got to go there and eat at one of the fucking three hundred and sixty eight Italian restaurants that are there. <laughs> yeah, what are boardman folk? Uh, it's it's a little area of Youngstown. Would you say it's like a yeah, little- more uppity class, not as hood. They're like um. What would you compare them to in New York? Like Cincinnati, Connecticut people? Oh, okay. maybe yeah, I'd yeah, say yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Those lacrosse players. Mm-hmm. Got it. Golf is my tennis. is my audio weird? No. Does it sound weird? I okay. think it sounds good. It sounds weird in my headphones. I don't know why. Uh anyway, not to derail that at all. Oh, there it is. That sounds a little bit. Yeah, weird. that was a that was a really took us off oh, the rails there. We were, we were trying to rem- sorry, we were trying to reminisce buddy. about <laughs> about hometowns and oh, I don't know, dude. Well, anyway, let's get into it, baby. Dom, how have you been doing? Welcome uh, back. I've been good, man. I've been good just still trying to make it. <laughs> still <laughs> trying to work this out. Um just been in New York for a month enjoying being off off the ships and just hanging out. Dude, we just said, we just said all three of us before we started recording, I'm feeling real fat today in this shirt, and we're all feeling real fat, we said, yeah. right? Dude, it's it's that no worse time to feel fat than summer in New York City. Yes. It is the worst time to feel like you're not in your best shape. I always get in my best shape in like January. <laughs> and I get in these like hard right after the holidays. I'm like dieting and then I'm in great shape early March. And then and right then when I it gets a little bit off. nice, you start drinking beer outside. Yep. And that's what ha- I've been blaming my dad's death on me gaining weight. And it's like ugh, it was November. Hey, dude. there might be something there. to step it the fuck up. No, but I've been. But, but I say it like, yeah, ever since my dad died, I got fat. And it's like, no, you got fatter. Ever since my dad. Oh, when did he die? Uh, 2003. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What up? But, you know, you're in a relationship. You could be that fat, happy. You know, your girl loves you. You're good. I know, but I don't, you know, I don't want to be just like the, you know, because like the fucking fat, lazy guy. Yeah. I actually want to like just lose weight for myself, you know, because I want to look good. I want to look, and, and, and we're constantly on fucking stage and video and taking pictures. Like, that's the that's the worst. That's when you really get the realization that you're, like, fatter than you want to be is when you see a video of yourself and you don't think it's yourself right away. Uh, or a picture. You're like, oh, who's that fat? Fo- oh, wow. Oh, dude, someone, you, someone gets a photo or a video of you from behind. You're like, who the fuck is that? 
It's like, uh, oh, that's me, dude. Yeah, I was just hanging with somebody, and they love taking pictures. I'm like, dude, oh, I'm not into this. And they're posting them. I'm seeing them on social media. My titties all bouncing. <laughs> like, I'm walking. She's shooting the picture like this. Is yeah, I, I'll be honest, dude. I feel like shit. I I get out of bed, and I'm not even that fat. I used to be fatter. Like I'm only about twenty or thirty pounds north of where I should be. I guess I don't know. That's how I feel too. Yeah, but I I lay in bed till four. I'm like, oh, I'm fat. My life sucks. Nobody loves me. <laughs> and I feel like I'm not even funny on stage when I'm this fat. To be honest with you. Oh really? Yeah, I think my whole act is about like being poor, scrappy, white trash, and it don't really work out if you're fat. And they're like, "This motherfucker's eating right. right? He, he ain't, ain't that broke. poor. Yeah, Dude, like that's that. how I always feel about fat homeless people. I'm like, "Are you hungry? <laughs> Are you? Right? It doesn't look like it's always it. weird that like fat homeless guys, their pants still never fit. They're still always falling off their ass. They're like, oh, ass dude, well, you, that up. guy who hangs in the West Village, your boy." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know who you mean. He's always walking around. He's always showing up in viral videos. Yeah. And he's an actor, right? Oh. Yeah, he's not actually homeless. Yeah, uh, that's insane, dude. The IG bum. I think he yeah. has a college degree. He he was the first open mic I used to go to. He would have snacks there. It was like you pay $5 to get up two mics. You get to get up twice for $5. And he had like Oreos and grapes and all this shit. <laughs> Were they in packaging? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Just loose bags. Yeah, yeah, just loose bags, bag just of Loose grapes. cookies. I'm weird about eating food from certain people. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I like, like you know how you have that one ant that has too many dogs and shit? And you're like, there's got to be a ton of fucking hair in this oh, buffalo yeah, chicken. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or the type of food. I had a friend rip off a piece of a glazed donut. I'm like, dude, you think I'm going to put that in my mouth? <laughs> you ripped it off with your hands. He's like, come on, it's from Krispy Kreme. Get, get the hell out of here. Lint on it. There's certain things that aren't built to share. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you do do you like New York City in the summer? Yeah, I do, but especially a lot more when I'm thinner and dressed nice. You know, you're True. out feeling yeah. good. I do like city. I do like New York in the summer. Other than it being so hot, I do love the vibe here, where you just get to drink outside pretty much anywhere. Right? Yeah. New York, it, it, they don't say it, but you're allowed to drink on the street. Like yeah. nobody cares. It's about to suck. I'd say one more month. That's when it really is like, uh, you got to wear pants to a gig. You leave your uh, house. Forget that, dude. I'm shorts. You're wear- shorts to yeah, a gig? Yeah, shorts yeah. to a gig? He's a monster, dude. <laughs> Damn. He, he was wearing these fucking little ass shorts. like all high. They were about fucking 10 inches away from his knee. Yeah, you know what it is? Shout out Chubby's baby. If uh, if we could get a sponsor on the pod, if someone wants to sponsor us, Chubby's. I've been wearing Chubby's, dude. Chubby shorts, the best short, the only short I'll ever wear. Uh, they are comfortable. They look good. They make your legs look good, dude. I've been wearing no, them for the, years, dude. Since college. Yeah, but but them. you look like a fucking asshole when you're on stage in just shorts. You who look cares? like Larry Bird. Kneecaps all skinned yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, dude. Who gives a shit, dude? <laughs> I don't just, care. It's just... It's yeah. just I don't know. I mean, that might be an old school thing, but I won't wear shorts on stage. Yeah, I okay. can't do it, dude. My legs are too distracting. Bald patches and shitty tattoos of Mexican-Italian flags. Like, you got tattoos on your legs <laughs> i got italian flag yeah on your calf yeah <laughs> you know the standard i got bald spots on my calves sharp yeah, so knee does calves. everybody do. yeah. oh my my entire shin is is silky smooth i have no <laughs> idea why <laughs> one of them <laughs> just one of them <laughs> it's the pants i think i think I, it, yeah it's pants wearing socks i can't wear socks. jogging pants on stage i see people wear these nylon things I'm like, dude, you'd see my little doink poking out. Like, <laughs> well, oh, dude, I, I had that fucking shit happen. I went down to the, uh, I went down to the West Village because I forgot my, uh, I locked myself out of my apartment, uh-huh. and my roommate, uh, Brandon Trusso, he was down at the Grizzly Pear, and I was, I, I had to go down there at like midnight to go get my key, uh, key off of him, and I was wearing like just shit that I ran to the bodega in, like these little ass, like, you know, you know those shorts that don't really fit any, those laundry day shorts that you yeah. have, like that don't really fit, and I'm wearing a shirt, and uh, Igor Martinez comes up to me, and he's like, hey, dude, we need we need a host for the uh, for the comedy shop, do you want to do it? And I was like, I don't know, man, and he was like, it's like 30 bucks, and I was like, I don't know, man, and he's like, there's like 20 people there, I was like, 
okay, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And then I just fucking see this video of me that I that that somebody had like a boomerang, and you can just see my fucking dick and balls flashing through these little ass like mom gardening shorts I'm wearing, and it was. Uh, like and like my whole legs because i'm a fucking i'm fat but i'm a long ass dude as yeah, well yeah yeah <laughs> uh, was not a good look man and i and i had the comment on it you know the whole time i'm up there i'm like everybody could see yeah everything right now that's so funny dude yeah i got a i got a long torso i've realized i got shorter legs but i got a long torso yeah i got like I got the proportions of like uh, a little person. Yeah. If I had longer <laughs> legs, if I had longer legs, dude, I would be like six one. You know, it's weird. I got a short torso when I'm out with a girl that's about my height. Yeah. But she got a longer back, and sh- it's like we sit down, dude. It's like this. I'm like, hey, babe, <laughs> what <are> you-, <laughs> you know, it's like she's way up here and shit. And dude, also like, women have such better posture than men. Yeah. I'm always fucking hunched over. I'm always, you know, because you're carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders. <laughs> All that man guilt. My- <laughs> my, the my, weight of the world. My bad posture comes from like when I first started gaining weight as a kid. So I would hunch so you wouldn't see my little titties. But then uh-huh. it, I just looked like a hunchback with titties still. Like I thought it was like, I was like, nobody's noticing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. And now I, gotta, now I always got to reset and shit, dude. Oh, fuck. Speaking of when you said you never take food from people, dude, I do that, too. I have a thing. I will not take food from people. Someone offered me a piece of candy the other day, and I was so paranoid. And it was just a regular packaged piece of candy. And I ate it. He's like, oh, it's chocolate from like El Salvador or something. He's (laughs) like, it's really good. And I was like, okay. I was like, is there weed in it? And he's like, no, no, it's just chocolate. But still, dude, I was paranoid like for a half an hour after I ate that chocolate (laughs) that I was going to be in the subway just like started. That's why I will not take food from people. I fucking can't do it. No, thank you. Well, it was a stranger. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just stranger on the street. No, it was a comic. Oh. Which makes me I, more suspicious. I won't take food. You know what I you I would take I would fucking take just pills people would hand me back in the day. I wouldn't eat after people, <laughs> but if somebody random. Would be like, yeah, dude, like like a buddy would be like, Oh dude, take one of these and I wouldn't ask any questions. I'd be like, oh, fuck it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> just God fucking damn. loose Vicodin. That's Hopefully, lose Viking and hopefully not something else. Let you go on a ride. Yeah, I can't stand those friends that are always like, they feel like they know the, I don't even want to call them a friend, but the people that just, their way is always the best way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They order a drink. You're like, yeah, let me get a whiskey. Dude, you're just drinking whiskey. Um, Let me get a mom top with the wet. And then they'll be like, try <laughs> this, dude. They'll sip it. Try it, dude. Try it. You're like, bro, I don't want to fucking sip off you, man. Like, you know, what are you talking about here? I'm at, I'm at the edge where I don't really want to be told anything. Like, I hate when somebody's like, yo, you got to listen to this new song. And they'll try playing it for you and, like, put it up to your ear. I'm like, get the fuck. I'm good. I've heard all the songs I want to hear. Yeah. I'll find it. That's probably a very closed off mentality. But you know I what, though? I feel that way about shows. I feel that way about shows so many times. There's so many shows. Dude, it took me forever to watch Peaky Blinders. It took me forever to watch Breaking Bad. And they're still, like, top shows. This is two of my favorite shows. Yeah. You know what I just did finish? Sopranos. Best show of all time. It's not, but it's very good. Mm. It's not. Have you seen it, Dom? I've seen it years ago. Like you know, I get this argument. Show. It's it's very good, but it's not the best show of all time. It what? was at the time, but the acting's not there. It's good, other than other than Gandolfini, the acting is subpar until season six. Season six, it gets better. When you have that many Italians on something, you don't need good actors, though. It's like, like everybody's just going to enjoy this. It's like, you know, people loved Goodfellas, which were those were great actors. But that um that um Sopranos is like they had somebody inside information giving shit to the network. Like a lot of that stuff on that show really happened. Really? Yeah, like the people talk about it, the real mobsters, like the real Gandolfini in real life, whoever played that guy. He talks about. It. He's like, "How do they know all this shit?" <laughs> yeah. Well, well, there, there was the line uh, where they were asking some people that were associated with the mob when he said, uh, "Dons don't wear shorts." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's wearing shorts when he's like grilling out. I saw that in an interview. He he got Gandolfini got a phone call at like two in the morning. It was just like he was like, "Hello," and he goes, "I just want to say we like what you're doing, 
But the Don never wears shorts. <laughs> and that's and that's why you could never be a Don. Because you're in your fucking tight-ass little chubbies running around. You couldn't, you couldn't run a I fucking like, crew. Listen, I like how you think that that's the only reason I couldn't run a crew. <laughs> I appreciate that, dude. I, I, I loved growing up, and, and I'm sure you had this even more, because Youngstown is a like heavily populated Italian uh, area, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And uh, But in like Pittsburgh, because they mention that they had a Pittsburgh connection in the movie Goodfellas. Every single Italian kid that I went to school with talks about how their family's connected and how they're the Pittsburgh connection that they're talking about in the movie. <laughs> and they're, they're always like, no, you know, but my uncle, I was pretty sure he was like associated with stuff with Henry Hill. And then it actually came out that somebody I went to high school with was the real Pittsburgh connection. And didn't talk about it. No. Yeah, exactly. Didn't mention it fucking exactly. once. They're, they're the, like, her, uh, her uh, like, family was in the ESPN documentary that they did about uh, playing for the mob, the point shaving uh, mm. scandal with, uh, uh, with Boston College. Fucking fascinating. That's cool. That, that's I, how they caught the good the, uh, the Gotti kids went to my high school. Damn, that's crazy. Which was right. It was, it was crazy, but it was also right after they were... It was like while they were doing that reality TV show. <laughs> so like any cool thing about the mob was like, oh, you, you like the Kardashians. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's going on? It was growing up Gotti. Do you remember that show? Yeah. Wait, they were in your school at that time? Yeah, yeah. It was like it was either like it was just starting or like right after. Were they getting mad respect in the hallway? Like no, the opposite. Wow. Yeah, that's the crazy. Opposite. The youngest kid went there and you could tell he was kind of like self-conscious about it. Yeah, in um, Goodfellas, to himself, I kind of felt bad. He kind of like, yeah, kept to himself. wasn't really, you know. Yeah, he didn't want to get pinched. <laughs> he was probably running numbers at the school or something. They had at the end of Goodfellas the newspaper on Henry Hill's paper as a Youngstown newspaper when he's in witness protection. Oh shit! It's a vindicator oh. Youngstown newspaper. They said they threw that in there because um the mob connections in Youngstown were so heavy. I remember my dad. Had this guy that would come over the house, his friend, dude did 20 years in prison for being a bone collect, like a, a bill collector. He'd break people's bones. He'd tell <laughs> us how to, he's like, you take a pinky and thumb, I don't care how big they are, snap it like a wishbone. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. His dude. name was Baboon. That's what they called him. <laughs> He'd take his hand and just hit the cement to keep it hard. He'd be like, punch me anywhere. People would come over and punch him. <laughs> He's just this old dude that was just like a fucking baboon, dude. Oh, for real. I punched him right in the face as hard. He wasn't looking. He wasn't ready for it. <laughs> I was just used to the game. He's like, you son of a bitch. I got him right. I came up behind him and just clocked him once. But I was a kid, and he was a good friend with my dad. But, yeah, he would just come over and just hang out and tell us all these old stories. We'd be freaking out, scared, having nightmares. And he was connected? <laughs> he was telling us, like, He's like, if you take somebody's head, I don't know how much this really works, but this was his move. You take their head, I guess, and you, he said you could crack their skull if you put it against your chest and pull back. He's like, it don't take much pressure. Not my fat ass. I just put them to sleep. <laughs> They'd just be like, oh, shit. Just sit on their head. It'd be like a pillow fight. I'm just bashing their head into my stomach. Yeah, He's see, like, I'm a little guy. If I did this, I'm not cracking a skull. You yeah, know? you're not getting the arm around the even the I'm, neck. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna hurt. This is all bone right here. Well, in in that sure. old man strength is there's definitely something to be said about that. Yeah, that old Navy World War II strength. Like like I used to, I used to work with this guy Frank Mariani. He was the uh, he was a uh, the fuck what did he fuck oh concrete he mostly worked oh, on concrete. Oh yeah, those guys are strong. And and he would do he would like fucking just push these big like rocks like up like barehanded he was missing like half his fucking fingers and God shit damn, guy never wore um he was he was a big shorts guy he wore cut off jean shorts all the time yeah. and uh never wore draws Oof. just nuts out yeah dude, so he'd be like concrete flying <laughs> that dust dude all Pro up in your butt crack dude. That's, <laughs> that's too much oh, he had a dusty hog for sure bro he's fucking yeah dude but he would he could write on a chalkboard i seen i seen like i seen the man <laughs> <laughs> oh man! 
<laughs> I, I saw his dick and balls a million times working with him. I'd be like, come on, dude. And he'd be like, stop looking. What are you, gay? I was like, no, you're fucking directly above me. <laughs> you're wearing Jeez. fucking cut off jean shorts. He, shorts, dude. One summer he paid me uh, not to, because I used to work on his crew for a while. I was like a laborer, like doing, it was, he did concrete. He'd install French drains. He was kind of like a jack of all trades. But one year he just paid me to paint his house the colors of the Italian flag. Wow. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> oh, that's so good, dude. That's, that's, that's so Pittsburgh. I know. <laughs> and and I would get there. I would get to his house at like seven a.m. to work, and he would shit on me and be like, "Didn't I tell you six a.m.?" I'm like, "No, you didn't." He's like, ah, "I thought I did." He'd just be smoking a joint on his porch, drinking a cup of coffee. Is that the guy who you talked about where you were taking Percocets? No, no, that was just, that was just me when I was working for College Pro Painters. They were one of those like pyramid schemes that they would get college students that wanted to run their own paint crew. And my buddy fucking wrapped me up in this pyramid scheme where I was making like $8 an hour to climb fucking rickety ladders in the Man. middle of shady no, side. No, no, no. You come paint for me. We do a couple jobs. Then you get your own crew. Right. And then they get their own crew. I wish it was a guy. We're all going to have, cool. we're all going to have Corvettes by the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's have a Corvette you want, kid. Oh man. You, have you, have you worked a lot of shitty jobs? Yeah, honestly, man, I've had a lot even in New York. I used to work for Task Rabbit. Have you guys ever heard of Task Rabbit? Yeah, yeah. And you just show up at people's houses. Like they let me put in air conditioners on the seventh floor. It's like this is gonna murder somebody <laughs> for sure. You're wiggling it. Yeah, don't don't sit by it now. <laughs> I had a few I had a few of those Task Rabbit jobs that I'm like made me like really skeptical. Like I don't know how a girl would even do this job. Where you just show up in people's houses. Oh, yeah. It's been random shit. I had one where this girl's rushing me. They pay you by the hour. And I'm putting together, like, this cheap Amazon Ikea dresser. And she's all like, you got to hurry. She's, like, putting my tools in the bag. It's okay. I'll finish it. I'm just like, all right. And as I'm walking out, her husband's walking in. And he thought she's cheating on him. He's like, again? <laughs> she's like, he's building the dresser. He's like, you think I'm going to believe that shit? And I had my tools. I'm like, I was building the dresser, sir. He's like, get the fuck out. <laughs> she was all nervous. I swear I didn't do nothing this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you told us, you told me that one. I don't know if Ray knows that story. The one where you took a shit in the uh, oh, wrong yeah. person's There was one that go, just walk in, the door's unlocked, and um, I'm not home, but I left it unlocked for you. So I run in there. I had to shit real bad, dude. I fucking, I'm letting this nasty shit go. One of those ones where you like uh, squeeze the tub, like you can't even get it out. <laughs> and I finally get it all out, like 20 minutes, dude. And um, I get done and I'm like, all right, let me go mount this TV. And I'm looking all over. There's no TV. And I'm like looking at the messages. She's like, the TV's right in the living room. You can't miss it. I'm thinking like, it's already mounted. Like I'm looking and then I'm like, wait, hold on. And I look at the apartment number, dude. It's the one next door. <laughs> one more. And I realize, I'm like, yo, hold up. The TV's on. I'm like, these people are home, dude. <laughs> I left the apartment. I go to the one next door. And these people come back to their apartment. I can hear them. <laughs> so I'm out in the TV. They're like, what in the hell? Like, I had the toilet seat up. Like, I threw them off. You know they smelled shit. Like, <laughs> they had the door wide open. Like, they were trying to air it out. Little efficiency apartment. They're, they're calling their landlord. Like, I think there's an issue with the plumbing. I don't know. Yeah, it just stinks pipe. real bad. <laughs> <laughs> I had the craziest one I've ever did by far. And I think this is the one that really made me start to be like, uh, I don't know how safe this is. I went to um, late night ones. These late night ones are never good. Like, you know, what's funny. I had one, two girls in uh, Lower East Side over by where your club is. And, dude, they were like ordered something real cheap cookies. They're in bed and little shit. They're like, come on in. I'm like, oh, no, it's against the policy. I was all <laughs> nervous to get fired like a loser, and I left. <laughs> oh, my God. But then I had one where it was this dude. It was late at night. I was getting, you know, you start making money. You're like, oh, fuck it. I'll do one more. It was like put together a couch. Dude, it was like 930 at night. I'm telling him, I'm almost there. I'm on my way. I get there at like 11. And he has all these weird things like how to get in the building and this and that. It's like 44th and 10th Ave, like way down there. Yeah. And um, anyways, I'm knocking. There's no answer. I'm about to give up. 
the window opens up top. He's like, hey, sorry. He goes, here, here's the key. He starts shimmying down a key. And I grab the key and I go inside the place. Filthy shit everywhere. He's sitting on a couch, bottle of whiskey, hammered drunk, one leg, dude. So he can't do nothing. I'm like, hey, how are you? He's like, well, I was a lot better when I had two legs. And he's <laughs> doing that shit. Saying so he's telling me, well, we start putting together the couch and it's his little couch on the floor. He's on the couch. And um, he's like, yeah, can you give me that water? And he's pretty drunk. Starts telling me his place was haunted. (laughs) I started believing it. I'm like, dude, I used the bathroom. I got scared. He's like, I got this place cheap because a girl killed herself here. Oh, Oh, great. Come on, This guy's a real fucking bummer, dude. Then he's like, yeah. Then he tells me I'm barbecuing on the grill. I get a pain in my leg. Put me right to the floor. They told me they got amputated immediately. What was it? I think cancer in his legs. Uh, and then he's sitting uh, there and he tells me, yeah, they told me they got to take the other one. And I told him, if you do that, and he pulls a gun out. I swear to God on everything. I might have told you this. I don't know. Uh-uh. Puts the gun to his head. He's like, I'll end my shit right now. He's like, take the leg. Take it. I'm just <laughs> like, oh, my God, dude. He had a gun, had a gun, <laughs> gun in the apartment. Hammer drunk. Jeez. Pistol to his head. And... um Dude, then he start, and then I start messing up the couch. It's taking me. I never built a couch before. Dude, I'm trying to get this little Allen key in there. He he just like shimmies up to me. <laughs> dude, dude, he's like looking this close at what I'm doing, and it's cracking. It took two months security check for me here, and I'm just trying to do it real easy. I'm taking out the dude's trash. I'm cleaning for him. He had diapers. He's like, can you throw them away? Oh, come I'm just on. like, Jesus. man. How much money did you get paid for something like that? I made like, um, it took an hour. It really took about two hours. You always got to take time off. So I made like 60 bucks. Oh, that is not worth it. Yeah. And then you count the commute, just walk into his place and back. That is not worth it. Yeah. Dude, that was the craziest one I've ever done. The whole time I'm like, I hope this dude doesn't just get drunk and shoot me like, any minute. <laughs> you know? the, leg, the legs thing seems so fresh, too. Like, oh yeah, yeah. like it's, he he probably got that freshly fucking sliced. Oh, yeah, guaranteed. Yeah, that's, I'd say within a few. It looked like it was probably within a month. Ooh. Oh, it was all bandaged and shit. Yeah, Jesus Ooh, Christ, that's tough, dude. Just fucking, fucking c- cleaning up diapers after that's Lieutenant tough. Dan and shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's when you d- fucking shits. When you did that little shimmy, you know what it reminded <laughs> me of is when remember in Forrest Gump when Lieutenant Dan climbs up on the bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, that's legs. how he did. He's like, how's that coming? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh shit. I said, what's up, man? He was right here, this close to it. Like, turn it, turn it a little more. I'm just like, the dude's face. I'm literally this, and I'm like, wanted to be like, can you back up just three inches? He's just like this. <laughs> this is whiskey breath. And the shit's cracking. I'm breaking it. Fucking cheap plastic ass couch. That's so funny. When I worked any, you were, you were saying about taking a shit at that house. When, when when I worked any labor jobs, that was like a big no-no is to not oh, take yeah. shits in the client's house. And yeah. re- really not even to take pisses. But yeah, dude, but it's sometimes like you're there for 10 hours. Dude, yeah. And I've worked a ton of blue collar labor jobs, construction, woodworking, landscaping. And the only time that I've been allowed to do that is like if... The, like the person I work with, like knows the client is like, yeah, yeah, yeah just go, use, yeah, go use the downstairs. Like these are the the houses I was working in. It's like go use the tenth bathroom, which is downstairs right. in the basement next to the media room. And you're like, okay, and then you're just horrified the whole time that someone's gonna walk in. I jerked off in somebody's house once when I was working. <laughs> I was I was painting I was painting a house and I wow. I, I was like really painting a house over. and painting a house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, what led that up? To? Uh, <laughs> you seen the the wife sitting there or something? She's like, "Oh man, I love the way these walls shimmer." I don't know why. <laughs> I was young. I was really fucking hungover, and sometimes you get sometimes when you're sometimes when you're hungover it makes you feel better to just release the venom. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just I went down into the bathroom and I kept taking trips to the bathroom to just go in there and like sit and put my head down and kind of like low-key nap and then i was like i don't know what is going to get me out of this so i fucking cranked one off oh my god i know i know you never jerked off at work ever no dude i know dawn i never really dawned on me to squeeze one out at work i guess oh uh, i made that up then. 
That was a lie. I lied. Dude, one time, I, I remember I worked for a... Uh, squeeze one. <laughs> just fire off around. Let me just squeeze it out. Get the toxins out. I cleaned up, and they didn't have, like, kids or anything. I would have felt bad if they had, like, kids. Uh, yeah, knocking on the door. Mr. Zawadney. <laughs> uh, the, the wife gets pregnant from your... Toilet, <laughs> semen. That would be great. Imagine if she caught you. Then it's like a scene of a movie. Oh, oh I know. I never loved my husband anyway, Mister Zawadney. <laughs> I, I like. I like that I you saw. assume these people were calling me Mister Zawadney, <laughs> like I wasn't the lowest fucking yeah. labor on the totem pole, and they weren't just calling me boy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, like, that fucking. What's your name again? <laughs> Not even asking. They're like you. Yeah. yeah. That fat asshole who's thrown up in the woods over there because he drank too much last night. Get him over here. Let me fuck yeah. him. Hey, the guy with the faded Pittsburgh Steelers sweatshirt. <laughs> I just caught him jerking off in my bathroom. <laughs> uh, one time I worked. I worked in college. I worked for uh, my uncle has a landscaping company. I worked for them for a Hell summer. Yeah. Dude, it was great job. I liked it. It was the job that made me go to law school because I was wow. like in between junior and senior year of college. And I was like, I cannot these like 110 degree degree days, like working outside and then just looking up at these like multi, multi-million dollar homes on Long Island. We're talking acres of property, you know, beautiful, yeah. beautiful homes. And we're doing, you getting, oh, you got my string next. We're doing like uh, cutting down trees and just dragging stumps. So the whole, dude, the whole crew, most of the crew, it's all like Spanish dudes, right? Yeah. And they would not speak English to me until... Like a week or two went by, and they saw that I could work hard. <laughs> so, dude, that was uh, that was also the funniest thing is my my uncle would talk Spanish to them, like doesn't speak any Spanish, and we talk Spanish like, uh, "Hey guys, uh, that the pile over there, that grande pile, uh, <laughs> pequeño needs to be pequeño," and I would be like, "Hey." Yeah. That's not Spanish. <laughs> I put some aguas in the cooler for you in case it gets caliente. Yeah. Hola. Oh, gracias. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember one time, this just goes to show, I was the low man, dude. And that was nice. That was a nice rewarding thing when the dude started talking to me, like in English. They would uh, Two weeks, dude, I sat there and I would work and I would drag stumps and I would drag branches, throw them in the mulcher. And then we would sit down and have lunch and all these dudes would like share food and shit. Like yeah. they all have really good like home cooked food from home, like uh -huh. their house and they'd share and I would have my like deli sandwich and like <laughs> they'd all speak Spanish to each other. And I just sat there and then they started like asking me about my life. That was a, a breaking point. That was great. Was a turning <laughs> point, I should say. But there was one time we did this job beautiful home like they had a golf course in the backyard wow. like a, not a got like a hole a hole built into their property mm. you know and we're doing this this thing and we're getting it ready for this like uh they're renewing their vows this couple they're like in their 60s or whatever 50s 60s and we're out there we're cutting down pruning this tree and i'm basically just on the ground these two dudes are up in the tree i'm on the ground just like pulling the ropes and then like pulling branches away and throwing them into a pile and, dude, out of nowhere, this lady comes out, and she starts screaming. This is noon, right? Yeah. Noon, and she screams. She's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> I'm trying to sleep in here. She's got, like, you know, she's got that, like, Percocet hair where yeah. I was like, oh, you just took a drug nap. Okay. <laughs> so she's like, what the fuck? She's looking at me, and I was like, and I, I was like, I realized after, I was like, oh, yeah. You think I'm in charge because I'm the white guy? <laughs> yeah, I was like that's not the case at all. I was like, I don't. What are we talking about? And she's like, What the fuck are you guys doing? You're making so much noise. I'm gonna call the police. And then they had like a housekeeper who also spoke Spanish. And yeah, she came out, talked to them. Dude, I look up. These two dudes are just giggling up in the tree, yeah. and I'm just like, uh, I don't, I don't know what to do, dude. You just immediately turn into your uncle. You're like, I don't speak Anglais. I don't, no I don't speak any Anglais. Dude, yeah, that was tough. I remember, yeah, they, she fucking freaked out. And then, thank, thankfully, like, her husband came home, like, an hour later. And, like, we stopped working for an hour. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, because we were, like, she's, like, says she's going to call the police. What I don't a know bitch, what to do. dude. Fuck this lady. And then she was, uh, the husband came home, and uh, he was, like, ah, she's just a little, you know. She's got a she lot just, of she got a lot of stress on yes. her. I was like, oh yeah, does she? Fucking like napping at noon on a Wednesday is, the, right. is there a lot of stress? 
And so, yeah, that was, was like, she's just a drug-addled whore. You don't you get nothing to be concerned a about whore. with her. A whore. When you're trying to work and you're already in a terrible mood, then you get a Karen coming up there. It's a totally di- – it's like, listen, I don't think you realize, uh, you know, how pissed off we all are right now. <laughs> Dude, you know what that taught me, though? Uh-huh. When you, like, run your own business or, like, you're making a living, you can't just, like, fire off. Like at the mouth and like yell, like scream at someone. You just kind of, unfortunately, the best way to handle that is to just be like, all right, sorry, and then just fucking leave. Yeah. So many people would just be like, fuck off, fuck you, you dumb bitch. And then all of their friends stop hiring you because the story isn't she freaked out. It's that you fucking freaked out. Right. You yeah, know? you're right. That's a good point. You're you're right, man. But it's just, man, there's just so many people that need fucking checked in this is world. True. And it's like, you know, she's just going to go the rest of her life being a fucking bitch and thinking she's always right. Well, I will say, uh, to the credit, I mean, they lost in the long run. Not really, but I remember... The- you guys all jerked off in their bathrooms. <laughs> we, we all jerked off in their bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Me and a couple one, of Mexican one dudes. One in each one, dude. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they... Uh, to my to his credit, my uncle like had them. They stopped. They were like, "Hey, we're not going to work for you guys anymore. We're going to stop doing the property," and which is a a big deal because they're like one of the best on the island. And uh, was like, "Unless your wife wants to apologize to the crew," and wow. she, I I don't know what happened, but I think she might have like apologized to like these dudes. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if they ever kept working for him. We had this Karen that would come into our work because. Uh, <laughs> Me and uh, I don't know if my dad did, but I'm sure like me, my friend, I'm pretty sure my father, we all worked together and we went to these check into cash places where you give them your paycheck and they give you cash advance. Yeah. So we hit this one up a few times and then work got slow. So we didn't have the money to pay her. You know, it's like $15 for every hundred. And yeah, she's showing up at our work. Right. I think this one was for maybe. Me or my father, we got paid like hourly, so like or flat rate, so it'd be like some weeks our paychecks wouldn't be that good, but some weeks it would be great. Yeah. yeah. So we tried telling her, hey, listen, next week there's a lot of cars coming in. We're gonna make the money. We're gonna pay you. You know, it's only been one week, and she shows up at our work. You guys are deadbeats. You guys are low lives, and customers are there. So we there was this kid in high school that worked there. And he had an airsoft gun. Remember those airsoft? <laughs> yeah, they were yeah, huge. Yeah. Dude, he had CO2 powered. Like, this thing was crazy. And he had paper towels. He wrapped it up in paper towels. And he's acting like he's wiping windows. She's like, I'm not going nowhere until I get my money. And he just goes, clack. And <laughs> did you see it? She's like, ah. <laughs> he had it wrapped in paper towels. I'm like, oh, yeah. I said, you know, the bees, you got to be careful. There's a lot of loose bees around here. Bro, we hit her four or five times. She never came back again. She's like, I got stung. I just got stung. (laughs) My buddy clacking her. Like, he'd get right up behind her. She'd be right here. Well, you know what? Something else. I'm telling you, I'm doing. You'd see my buddy with a pistol right on the back of her (laughs) neck. And he'd just be like, clack. (laughs) There was no cameras. (laughs) <laughs> they used, the bosses used to try to scare us and be like, "No, you know, I don't want you leaving early. There's cameras." I'd be thinking, if there was, you would have called the police for arson last yeah. night because <laughs> we had a huge campfire in the middle of the shop. Like we used to take the chemicals, like to make tires, like silicone and all that shit, and we just light it on fire and ride golf carts through it. What was it? What was this job? <laughs> it was a car detail place. Okay, where we detail cars. We had this one kid work there. He played baseball. He's all like, yeah, he's like, man, dude, he was show up in his baseball uniform. And he's like, man, my fuck, my nuts, they sweating so bad all day. We're like, man, turn on the air in this van and air them things out a little. Because, you know, he kept walking. You could tell the kid's nuts were bothering him. So, dude, he's all up in this van airing his nuts out. And then a family comes to look at it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he gets out in time, but they're all sitting there. They're like... I don't know what that <laughs> smell is, <laughs> bro. They got the kid all in there whiffing. The wife's like, do you think they could get that out? Smells familiar. Dude, we're dying. That smells familiar. Bro, we're dying. The kid's all, <laughs> they're really getting yeah. good whiffs. It smells like sour cream. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the dad definitely knew it. Yeah, was. that's he was nuts. Like, Oh, babe, that's balls. <laughs> that's that's nuts. definitely, yeah. Yeah, Ugh. smell this, honey. Look, uh, tell me that's not the same. <laughs> Very familiar. <laughs> oh, fuck. 
That's so fucking funny. Oh, man. Yeah, dude, we had fun working in that detail shop. We used to prank people. You ever do that at work, like play pranks with people, anybody? Yeah, uh, I, I used yeah, to a lot. A little bit. This is before TikTok. Imagine if they had TikTok when we were, like, younger. I feel like I would have been famous, too. The shit we did. We made, like, a fake dick out of a bungee cord and duct tape. <laughs> and we'd be talking to people, and you'd see the imprint. <laughs> oh, that's funny as that's hell. Good. And that's so good. They'd be trying to tell you what to do to their car and not look at the dick. They'd be like, yeah, um, just wash it, wipe it down over here. <laughs> and you just have that fucking dick. <laughs> Hand on the knee, foot on the stool. My, my buddy used to do a bit at, uh, like, Steelers tailgates. Yeah. Where he would have his, like, shirt tucked in and his pants, like, up and, like, like, like fairly high and then just have his dick hanging out the front of the zipper <laughs> and he would walk up to people and have full conversations with them and they wouldn't notice for the most part and i would be in fucking oh tears. my god Yo. dude the funniest shit ever yeah that's insane i had a friend in high school that used to do that he would do something similar like he'd act like He's going door to door to sell magazines, but he'd have his dick out. <laughs> he'd have the magazine. And, dude, some people wouldn't notice. Some would. If we did before school, we'd be like, all right, man, let's go to school early. Because we were all 16. Oh, my God. And then we'll go door to door. <laughs> hey, that's a crime. <laughs> it, it, yeah, but it's funny. Sure. It's, I mean, it it's crazy. It's I, dude, harmless. it is. It is so funny. You could get away with it back then. Yeah. Now, and plus, can you imagine doing that now? Holy well, shit. we were kids too. We were 16, which kind of makes it worse, to be honest. Yeah. Now they would be, yeah. You're making them pedophiles a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But could you get in trouble if a 16 year old did that? Could you get in trouble? Mm -hmm. Like, would the 16 year old, you know, law, come on. Uh, if, would like the victim? Would no. would the um if they, sixteen year old get in trouble? Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Like they can get you know today, sure. But I you, mean, the questionable thing is like if you took if you if sixteen year old flashed me their dick and then like I took a picture of it as evidence. <laughs> te technically, child pornography. That's true. <laughs> wow. And I show the cops, and they're like, "Why did you take this? What is this?" And I'll be like, "That's the guy." It's like, why do you have a child's dick on your phone? But my buddy doing the prank at the, uh, at the, I call it a prank. Like it's not just pulling your dick out, but <laughs> sexually but, assaulting yeah. somebody. <laughs> but but the one that did that at the tailgates, it was it was you know, uh, a silly thing. He 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 kind of had still had plausible deniability. You're like, oh shit, I, I didn't must, even know it was hanging out. I'm so drunk. Yeah, I thought I put it away oh, when I went to piss. One time that happened. <laughs> my aunt, my aunt went and played golf by herself um, upstate. We have like a little family like cabin up there. And uh, my mom called me, and uh, she was like, oh, your aunt uh, had a situation at the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was, like, playing golf, and she was like, she told me, she was like, I, like, hit, I hit the ball or whatever. I'm driving up to the green, and there's, like, a road that goes behind the green, and there's, like, a guy standing there. She's like, he was waving at me. So I was like... Uh, oh, I thought like I knew him or something and I couldn't see what he was doing. And then as I got closer, he just has his dick and he's like doing like a <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, my God. She was like horrified. She called the police. And <laughs> yeah, that's that's. <laughs> Dude, well, this, this actually isn't that funny of a trench coat open. You know? Oh, he he was trenching. I forget if he had a trenching's trench. funny as fuck. Now it's, yeah. you go that extra mile to plan it out. Yeah, yeah. Then you got to own a trench coat, dude. Yeah. What a lunatic! You bought fun. it just for that, <laughs> for the bit, dude. You got to commit to the bit. <laughs> dude, my mom told told us this story when we were kids. It was it was her way of telling us to not talk to fucking strangers. Uh, because when she when she was a uh, like she said she was like nine or ten, uh, this is back in like the late sixties, early seventies. So like you're just you know roaming the streets. Yeah. I think you told me that. And there was a car that pulled up, and it was a guy that was like, "Hey, uh, can you come uh, tell me how to get to you know Maple Street or wherever he was going?" And my mom goes, "Yeah." So she like walks over to the car, and she looks like down at him and he was Winnie the Pooh in the car, just butt ass naked from the waist down <laughs> oh at his dick. God. And he grabbed my mom and like, so wow. my mom was like a little girl, you know, and he starts like pulling her to try to pull her into the car. And she said, she just screamed at the top of her lungs, kicked her foot off of his car and just bounced and ran full speed. Oh my God. So it was like wow. the scare, like till this day, 
scariest moment of her entire life. That explains why she thinks you're going to get kidnapped. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's true. Yeah, explains it, dude. That's terrifying. Didn't wait? Did you tell me this? Where then after that happened, didn't some girl get taken like a week later? Or is um, that someone else? I'm not totally sure on that. Maybe, maybe I, you know, maybe someone else told me that story where like that similar situation. Someone was like, uh, went up to the car and was like, ah, you know what? No, that's okay. I'm good. And walked away. And then like a week later, a girl got taken out of the neighborhood. I'm sure. I mean, that was 60s and 70s. That's before they fucking knew anything. Kids were getting taken daily. That's why there were so many serial killers around. Yeah. My mom got kidnapped um, once. I don't know if I told you about it. No. Yeah, dude. It was her and her friend in Youngstown. She was like... Um, just walking around the block like she had a dog. Her and her friend walked the dog around the block. And I guess a guy was like, oh, I got some treats for your dog. And so he's like, come on in. And she went in the house, her and her, you know, her and her friend. And they locked her in the basement. Her and her friend were locked in the basement. Me? Yeah. And then um, when the guy left the next day, she started kicking at the window. She's like, I knew, I guess she told me, she said she seen this dog food dish with like old human food, like green and shit. And she was like, she knew she wasn't going to get out of there. And she started kicking the window. And she's like, man, I kicked it all day. Like everything I had, even when I wanted to give up. And she like kicked the glass block out of the window, runs home, gets her dad, who was a cop. And he comes back and busts the guy. Oh wow. my god! Yep, and the it was her and her friend. It was her and her friend. Out. Yeah, she saved her friend's life. Yeah. Oh my god, that is crazy. Dude, That's so like a movie, dude. That must have been what fifties, sixties. That was, I would say, probably seventy two. Seventy two. Her as a kid, dude. Can you imagine her dad going back there? And he's a cop. Oh, oh my yeah. God, he didn't bring him in. I don't clean. think he did, bro. He didn't bring him in. And clean, he's one of those dude. Italian cops, you oh, know. Dude, that they guy, were a little crooked, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I would be shocked. I mean, that kind of shit. I think it's perfectly acceptable if a cop busts a guy like that to like be like, "Hey, we're gonna arrest you, and you'll live, but you'll never walk again." Right. Yeah. I think that kind of thing is fine. I'm knocking your teeth out. Yeah, I'm gonna beat the fuck. Yeah, out of you. yeah, yeah. We're gonna break your legs so they don't heal. That's like, the that type kind of thing. shit. You yeah. get out kidnapping kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't Even think if you get out, you in. should never be able to walk again. And think about how easy it was back then before cameras. You ever hear hood dudes talk? They'll be like, I started stealing before cameras. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, you didn't, dude. Camera's been around forever. Like, But that's when life was messed up in the 70s, 80s. No yeah. cameras, bro. I've heard stories, man. A guy that was a friend of our family, I guess he got in a fight with a cop once and... um you know, I guess the police force couldn't prove it, though. And they were like, we know your son did this. So I guess his uh, dad got on the phone and lied and pretended he was with the mob. He's like, listen, we're connected. I know where you live. I, just end this now. But I guess the dude, I guess it was a crooked cop or something. The other guy was drunk. He killed the cop outside, I guess. He killed him? Yeah. And I guess the they knew this guy killed him, but they couldn't prove it. And they kept calling the house. And I guess the guy's dad or something. It was like a, a friend of the family or something. The dude passed away now, but it was something like that. Yeah, like I guess he got in a fight. He was drunk. And I guess he killed the cop by mistake. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, Youngstown. Do you, do you know anybody who's ever killed someone? Yeah, my friend actually, man, he pulled this kid in second grade, man. My buddy, you know, was in funny. In second grade? Well, this is what happened. I met him in second grade, and he was always like a troubled kid. We fought in second grade. But he, like, showed me his mom's knife in the bathroom, and then I ran home, and I wanted to have a cool fight story like my dad. And I'm all like, hey, Dad, Anthony pulled a knife out on me. Oh, you, you, yeah, yeah. You and then I went shit. to his house, and yeah, then the kid yeah. beat my ass. I see. No. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you're going to fight Anthony right now. And then the kid beat the shit out of me. But then um, I seen him in the park. I'm running. And, dude, he's right up behind me. He goes, oh. My bad. I was trying to rob people. Dude, he was in the park. He's like, how you been, man? I was like, I've been all right, I've been all right man. What's going on? He's like, I just got out of prison. I just got to make enough money to try to get over to Detroit somewhere, get away from Youngstown. I'm like, so what you go to prison for? He's like, man, got mad, killed somebody. And he told me, he's like, if you're ever going to kill somebody, I'll tell you a secret. Use your car, man. Be sober and use your car. He's like, they'll give you 10 years for that vehicular. <laughs> yeah. How did he do it? Ran him over. He did do the car. Oh yep. my god! 
He's like, look, I told him I ain't seen his ass. <laughs> Ten years. Oh, my God. I ran up and told a cop in the park. I said, hey, this is my friend. I'm not trying to snitch on him, but he's robbing people in the park. He goes, bro, everybody's robbing people in this park. <laughs> it's the bar. Dude, yeah. how bad is Youngstown that he's trying to get away and go to Detroit? <laughs> that tells you how bad that area is. I think sometimes the the rougher towns aren't the giant cities, man. Like like young like Youngstown got some fucking hoods, man. Yeah, and Detroit, you could probably lay low there a little more. Youngstown, I don't know. You're just out in the open. You're wait. I, I guess you told this the story uh, on here before, but your your dad made you go fight somebody in second grade. Oh yeah, yeah. This this kid Anthony goes. Oh really? He put he. Pulled a knife out on you. We're going to his house to fight him. That's Hart's boy. I didn't know he knew where he lived and everything. Yeah. And we drive up there. He's like, as soon as he opens the door, punch him right in the face, son. This is about being a man. And he told me, he's like, if you don't do it, then me and you are going to have a problem. So <laughs> Anthony's all, hey, Dom. You know, he's all happy to see me. I went <laughs> right in the face. And, dude, he just charged me. <laughs> you know, we were both in slow classes. And he gets me down on the ground. <laughs> Dude, he's fucking biting me, everything, dude. Just straight up cheating, got his whole hand in my mouth. I'm like, <laughs> you know, dude's just punching me, fucking gagging me. Dude, what was your what was your dad like? He was tough as hell. Is he still is he still around? Is he yeah, still alive? Yeah, he yeah. was an abused child, so you know, you get real tough when you're like that. Like he would straight up street fight people fast too, man. Really? Quick. I've seen him whip a few people's asses. You've, you've seen it before? Even recently, yeah, not that long ago. He was at the hospital, and I don't know. He just snaps at the drop of a hat. He's the nicest guy you'd ever meet, but he's got some um, some bipolar things going, you okay. know. So I guess, like, something as easy as a guy opened up the door. His brother died or something, and then this guy opens up the door and gets in the way of my father. He just snapped because it was the bad... Dude, one time we were at McDonald's, and we're pulling up, and as we're pulling up, somebody else is pulling up. Now, me, I'd be like, uh, just, you know, let them go. So Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we're next. It's not that big of a deal. We're next. My father's like, oh, no. He goes, move. I'm going to push you. And he puts it in drive and starts pushing their car out of the way. They're like, dude, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? <laughs> yeah, he's just nuts like that. <laughs> Start throwing punches. <laughs> I don't. You you never saw him get beat up though. No, he won all his fights. That's 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 the toughest thing maybe to see your dad get beat up. Yeah, I've never seen him get beat up. You know, I worked with him, and I'll tell you what was hard when I had to see somebody like uh, be unfair to him in the workplace, oh, yeah. like mm -hmm. a boss or something like that. But for the most part, when it came to fighting, one dude used to mess with him at work. Hey, short stuff. Hey, shrimp, and all this stuff. And my dad's just like, you know, real street dude. Those real street dudes, like, I'm not one of these real street dudes. They're actually a little psychotic. They want, they'll be like, you know, nah, man, I want, let me show you something. And they'll yeah. be your best friend because they can't wait to hurt you. Oh, my I can't God. fake like I'm yeah. your boy. Hey, nah, dude, come on, man. It's chill. Let's come over here and check this out. Cat, cat, cat. You know? <laughs> But so he, he'd do that. Oh, dude, I got to show you this new radio because you like, I seen you got that 4 by 4 The guy's like, yeah, what is it? And my dad takes him in a little corner, beat the shit out of him. Somebody seen it too, and they were like, I'm a rat on you. And then my dad whipped that dude's ass. <laughs> <laughs> he was oh tough, man, God. real fighter. But he don't do it. Not, like now he's real calm and he's older. But For the best. Did you ever yeah. see your dad fight? Uh, No. No, I've never seen my dad fight. He he could fight. He used to do uh, like martial arts and boxing and all that kind oh, wow. of stuff. He was in the military and did all that. Um, and uh, but yeah, never saw him fight. Damn, probably military. for the best. Probably why I don't fight either. That's why your place is so laid out. You grew up with military rules. Yeah. Not really, but yeah, shoebox yeah. under the bed. Get your tote box. My brother was in the military too. My grandfather. Do you ever see your dad fight, right? No, I, I, I've <laughs> when I was uh, when I was probably twelve, right before he moved uh, from Pittsburgh to Kentucky. I remember I was leaving the apartment to go to school. I was staying with him a couple of days, and I noticed he was sleeping in his van instead of in the apartment because there was this guy uh, that he knew. He my dad 
stole this guy's tools and sold them. And then the guy was looking for my dad and wanted to come beat his ass. And my dad didn't want to fuck with this guy. So (laughs) he was just sleeping in his van for like, for like three days maybe. And it was one of those things where, do you remember those kids would always have that conversation in the in the schoolyard where they're like, my dad could beat up your dad. Yeah. I'd always be like, probably, but you'd have to find his van first. <laughs> you know? like, he's going to be hiding from... But it was, def- it was definitely one of those moments where I found out why. My brother was like, yeah, dude, he's scared Bobby Bear's going to kick his ass. And I was like, God damn it. Come on, dad. You could Get take Bobby. Yeah. Be a man, dad. He Is could. that why he moved to Kentucky? He no. He had to get away from Bobby? <laughs> no, he, mo- he moved to Kentucky because he was addicted to drugs and that's how he was affording them oh, by yeah. selling Bobby Bear Sawzall. <laughs> Kentucky's wow. got better drugs. What drugs? Heroin. Damn, yeah, dude. It was, uh, but it was most. It was mostly like like it was just like uh, like a lot of oxys and that type of <sighs> shit got him in trouble. Yeah. We I would I would like come out like he was like in this process of maybe moving to Kentucky for so long. And I remember one time like I'd come uh, I stayed at his house half the time and my mom's house the other half. And I would go like into his apartment and I'd. I'd be like, yo, the fuck happened to the microwave? And he was like, ah, yeah, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to, you know, downsize a little bit. And he's just like eating cold fucking soup out of a can. <laughs> ah! I'm like, ah, oh, god damn, dude. I sold the bowls yesterday, <sighs> sold the microwave today. Dude, them people on that dope, man, they, they'll come up with money quick, man. They steal. I had a few family members on. I lived across the hallway from a guy who would steal from his girl. He was on the shit bad heroin. I'd see him. When I'd come home to the apartment, he'd be like upstairs in the uh, outside hallway, like shooting up. And then you yeah. just watch him. And he, he fucking. What is that? Why can't you just do it in your apartment? All these dudes. I think she was hallway. against it. She was like. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. This girl, it was the we both lived in efficiency apartments. Me and my girlfriend, and they were across the hall. It was like the most fucked up Ricky Ricardo <laughs> situation ever. And uh, she found this guy. Um, he just got he just got out of prison, and she was like trying to help him. Real, this woman wasn't the most attractive, you know. She had a kid, a little white baby, and he's all like, "I'm gonna raise it like it's my own." This dude, <laughs> shorty. <laughs> He didn't have no fingertips. Like, I don't know from shooting up heroin if that's where he did it first or something. And I'd be like, I was like, damn, dude, what happened? Because, you know, I cut my finger. I was telling him, I'm like, what happened to your fingertips? He's like, I woke up one day, they was gone. (laughs) I'm like, only a heroin addict would say that. It's like, he used to steal from her all the time. Uh, Everything. Talking about his fingertips like they're fucking loose change. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> she'd be like what, you don't know where it is shorty what, you don't know where it is it'd be she, he just takes shit you don't know where you put your keys <laughs> probably the same place as your fingertips huh I, I always <laughs> I, I always love the uh, stories about street dudes because they always have like these weird features it's like yeah he had no fingertips you know he had like a gold tooth and he kind of walked like this <laughs> yeah but he'd kill you yeah, had that little baby foot. One foot was a baby size. <laughs> yeah, there's always some like weird quirk or like weird defect that they have. Hey, do you do you have any stories about growing up where and we got rap soon, but uh we got some time where you were like scared that you were actually like for your life growing up in Youngstown where you were like, Oh, I fucked up. Like yeah. I'm in a bad situation. There was one I wasn't even growing up. I was already grown up. <laughs> it was uh I was like nineteen. I, I just kind of started talking to this one girl and I was real straight arrow Janeiro, you know, I drank a little bit, but I didn't like smoke anything, cigarettes, weed, I didn't take any pills or anything. And she like wanted drugs. And I knew one guy that told me he sells weed, so I called him. And it was this guy that would I just met him walking around my neighborhood one day and worst way to meet anybody. He just goes, Hey man, what's up? He goes, yo man, I'm selling weed. If you need any, here's my number. I was like, all right, bet. And I take down his number and, um, I'm all like trying to act street too. I'm like, Hey, you know where I could buy any guns? I don't got no guns. (laughs) And then that night, this dude robbed my brother's house. I was at my (laughs) brother's house that night. He steals his car stereo and stuff off the back porch. But um, I didn't realize it was that guy. I haven't talked to my brother yet. So also that night, I called the dude for this girl wanted a dime bag of weed. And I was broke. And I'm like, yeah, man, just a dime, just $10 worth. He's like, nah, man, I'm trying to sell, like, 
ounces. I'm like, look, man, I just need $10 worth for a girl. Can you do it or not? I'm all getting cocky with him. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, come come meet me. He goes, hey, man, come alone. Oh, I'm telling my friends. I'm like, oh, yeah, he wants me to come by myself. You know, they're like, man, it sounds like a setup. I'm like, man, ain't nobody going to set me up. Oh, dude. <laughs> Bro, I show up. I see this dude, meets me on a dark street. All the houses, the lights are off. It's early, too. It's like 10 p.m. And I'm walking, and Tim and his girl, he goes, oh, let me just check you for weapons, pats me down. He's like, come on. I'm like, they're here in this house with all the lights off? He goes, oh, yeah, they the type of dudes like to chill in the dark. And I'm just, like, falling for all this. Oh, oh man. I'm like, dude. yeah, man, I'll be leaving the lights off, too. I'm trying to sound all street. <laughs> yeah. I don't know nothing about street. Yeah, you oh. got to save on electric, man. Yeah. Shit's just going up. Shit, you know what I'm saying? If you in the dark, then you're going to see the light. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ten degrees cooler when you shut the lights out. Dude, he turns around. He goes, oh, yeah, by the way. He goes, give me your shit. Dude, the gun is this far. The barrel, it was like a forty-four mag. Like, dude, oh the barrel God. was this long. I instant, I grab it, and it's up in the air, just reflexes. And he's telling his girl, he's like, stab him. He's like, stab him in the <laughs> neck. And she's like, I don't want to do it. She got the knife. I'm just like, yo. Oh I said, bitch, God. don't stab me. She's hang, reaching for my neck. Finally, he gets the gun free, and... um. Dude, I was instantly shaking. Like, you ever that terrified? Your body just starts shaking? No. I was lying. I'm like, I got a family. I got a little girl at home. Dude, I didn't. I was lying. <laughs> oh, He's my like, get God. on the ground, white boy. And I'm on the ground. And he's like, dude, I literally, I felt like complete peace laying on the cement. I was like, all right, I'm about to die. Like, I felt like there was angels around me. Like, I felt completely calm. And then he, he takes my car keys, my wallet, my phone, and I had a, a shitty BMW where the stick shift was, like, bad. Yeah. And he couldn't drive it away. He's like, get it, for, like, <laughs> 10 feet. And then he just takes my keys and throws them. He's like, I got your ID. Don't call the cops. And then, dude, I was scared for a few days after that. For man. sure. You call the cops? No. Damn. Yeah, instead I told my family. Then we're driving around looking for the guy. I'm like, dude, this is only going to get worse. <laughs> like, yeah, we don't involve police. We got this rifle, 22 rifle. We're driving around. Youngstown with Holy a damn shit. sniper rifle. <laughs> like, what are we? What are we gonna do with Jesus. this if we see the guy? Where are we gonna be like back up five thousand yards? <laughs> yeah, stand there. Don't move. Hold on. There we go. <laughs> You're running around with a shotgun. Meanwhile, my girlfriend's in Boardman, just at handles, getting an ice cream cone and shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh my hey, god. Hey, sweetie, have yeah. you seen Dom? No, I just seen some lunatics with a sniper rifle. God, dude, I would be so fucking scared, yeah. man. Yeah, me too. That's what I'm saying. I've, I've, I've never, I've never had that fucking experience. <laughs> no, me neither. Shaking. That's I. Uh, all the shit that's happening in New York, though. That's why I'm carrying a knife now. Yeah, you need it. it. Dude, get a gun. I don't know what you're doing. You're not yeah. allowed to have a gun in New nah, York. Nah, they dude. changed it. You only get six months probation for an illegal firearm. Yeah, now. it's still illegal, <laughs> buddy. Used to be ten years in prison, though. Probably still should be. It definitely should be. I'm not, I'm not getting a gun or a knife. I'm just going to make sure to start fucking driving around my car more. Somebody got a problem. <laughs> yeah. It's only, yeah. It's only 10 years, only bro. Vehicular. <laughs> I didn't see him. Yeah, he was white. Why am I going to jail? He was white. Where I lived, St. Dominic's. You know St. Dominic's? That's the church I'm kind of named after. That's um, Youngstown. Real old church. And there was a guy straight up execution style murdered these two old people i was there right at the aftermath like dude i'm talking like a movie comes out the side of the car like machine gun in the street type shit murders them thought they were somebody else it's same car oh my different God. people so it's some uh. couple in their 80s and um he thought it was somebody that owed him money and i showed up right there right after it happened and uh what do you call? It? They had the dude. I seen him. He's arrested. He's all like, "Man, what for? They was old, man. He couldn't oh. figure it out. Oh. He's like, they was the wrong people. I told you. They're like, yeah, dude, you just shot people seventy times. You're going to jail, dude. Yeah. We, don't, we don't care how old they are. If it wasn't oh. the right person, oh my God. He's like, this is some bullshit, man. Y'all see this? Tape this shit. <laughs> and it's just it, the fucking people murdered, mm. covered in sheets. It's like, yeah, do you really want this on tape? You <laughs> think he would have done a little more research, you know? <laughs> you, th you think he would have scouted that mission a little better. 
Dude, that's about the the amount of research I put in to try a new ice cream flavor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what this dude did. Did it is? He just kept saying this. Yeah, he was he was like he was like oh blue car that's them. Yeah, that's insane, dude. Yeah, Holy shit. Yeah, crazy that uh, you know Ford would make more than one Taurus. Yeah, you know? <laughs> dude, I've never seen a Taurus anywhere. Oh, that's wild. <laughs> his, right. his buddies are like, wait, it was the wrong car. Yeah, I didn't even think that would be a possibility. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even considering yeah. I should look at the person I'm murdering. Yeah. Wow, dude, I love him in court just being like, Your Honor, ah. I mean, you get it. Yeah. It was supposed to be the other guy. First off, Yana, I'd like to say the people was white. Okay. <laughs> you went you went up to the wrong lift before and thought yeah. that that was your driver, but it was just somebody waiting for their kids. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to say that accidents happen, Judge. Yeah. And, you know, yes, I intended to kill this guy, but <laughs> is it my fault that they're driving the same car? <laughs> it's on them, Okay. I don't know why these 70 year old people are driving a drug dealer's car. Yeah. If I got Cadillac for <laughs> shit, it is. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that last thing, Mr. Johnson? <laughs> uh, shit, it is, John. <laughs> <laughs> the, the stenographer is just like, uh, is it one word or is it uh, is that multiple words for shit, it is? <laughs> Uh, is there a Z in there? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Uh, I can't think of that. I, that seems like a good fucking place to wrap it up. Hell that yeah. was fucking. We're over an hour, dude. That was great, man. Thank you fucking so much for coming back. We yeah, always thanks, love having Tom. you on. Appreciate I think this you. is like the sixth or seventh time you've been on the pod, dude. Yeah. We've only done 86 episodes, and you're about seven of them. So I'm loving it. People hit great. me up randomly. When are you doing it again? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, dude. That's right. We're always yeah, glad to have you back, man. Yeah, we always get comments. Love having Dom back. Oh, so I've been waiting for this, so can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be out in like two weeks. Tell the people where they can find you, and so, uh, yeah. Check out my new podcast, Dry Salami. It's uh, Dry Salami Podcast. Me and another comedian, Dan Harumi, basically just talking shit to each other. It's real fun. It's new. Please check us out, Dry Salami Podcast, y'all. We got, we're up to episode 18 now. Hell, Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah, check that out. Definitely check that out. Subscribe to Dom's podcast. Uh, we always love having him. Fucking, fucking, my eyes are fucking still watering a little bit. <laughs> the life this man has lived. Um, you could find me personally. I'm at Raby Killing him on all social media. Um, Ray Zawadney on YouTube. And seriously, here every single Wednesday on Troublemakers. Uh, make sure to subscribe. Rate and review us, Dylan. Yeah, at Dylan Krasinski on all social media and uh, at Troublemakers. Follow uh, the YouTube, uh, Spotify out every Wednesday. Uh, we put clips out, you know, you guys get it all the time. So we share those. If you like it, if something's funny, give it a share. I know you guys are doing that, so we appreciate it. And uh, yeah, go follow Dom. Go listen to his pod. What day does it come out, Dom? Um, every Monday. Every Monday. Perfect. And ours is on Wednesday, so you get double dose, baby. Um, but yeah. Thanks, Dom, for being here, and we'll see you next week, baby. Good night. Bye.